Good morning. Today is 7-20-2020, July the 20th. Um, you, are, you are listening to the podcast of The Eel, the Edwin Elder Library, my podcast. Um, this is Lisa Peter, and I am reading from the book On Prayer by Brother Ken Gurley. And we are on page 115, down towards the bottom of the page. Thy kingdom come. In the first part of the Lord's Prayer, we are to focus on God. We are to praise His name and then move into futuristic speech. Thy kingdom come. God, let your kingdom come to this world. A kingdom is the king's realm, his dominion, domain, and influence. Within the kingdom, the king's word has total authority and might. When such language is applied to the king of kings, his kingdom simply knows no boundaries. For he is eternal and omnipresent. Our prayers invite God to reveal his might and wisdom in the seen and unseen worlds. Page 116. The kingdom of God or kingdom of heaven, both terms are used in the New Testament, is a broad subject. One of the more confusing but important aspects of the kingdom is the nearness and its remoteness. More than one scholar has noted the kingdom has both a now and not yet character. The Lord now rules in our hearts, so we can say the kingdom has indeed come. The kingdom now is somewhat secret, hidden, and invisible. Jesus spoke of this mysterious nature of the present kingdom in parables. He compared the rulership of God in our lives to a woman who hid yeast in three batches of dough. Matthew thirteen thirty three. Eventually, all three loaves were leavened by the yeast hidden within. Such is the present secret work of God in our lives. The past, present, and future. You know, I just want to pause for a second before I finish reading the page. Um, but yesterday, uh, I did a devotional of God in the Amen Corner. And that's what, as I'm reading this, that's what's making me think of. You know, He is God in the Amen Corner. Let the church say Amen. When God speaks, so be it. That's what Amen means. So be it. And that's how we have got to live our lives with His kingdom. Uh, during our prayer on Thursday, we uh, we was praying that God would reveal the hidden, deeper parts of our hearts. You know, sometimes you'd be praying and out comes such, you know, such feelings and praise and stuff that, you know, you're glad. You feel delighted to know that your inner soul feels those, that you're so in love with God. But just as true is if there's any hidden sins, if there's any hidden things down inside there that needs to come out, say, Jesus, be the Lord of all the kingdoms of my heart. Lord, you be in charge of everything. God is char- large and he's in charge has been the theme of my devotionals for the last few weeks. And that's what it is. He rules and he reigns. He has to be the Lord of our life. His kingdom come. Okay, I'll keep reading. His rulership is not yet complete in the affairs of mankind. The day will come when he shall rule entirely upon this earth. Every knee will bow. Every head will bow, every knee will bend, every head will bow, every tongue will confess his kinship, Philippians 2, 11. The invisible king will become visible, the unseen king will be seen, Mark thirteen twenty six and Revelation 1, 7. His kingdom will indeed come. We are taught to pray for this day when the king is seen and his kingdom comes. Thy will be done, Lord. This serves as a reminder, this present world is momentary. A kingdom comes that will right wrongs, heal wounds, and restore paradise upon this earth. 
The Kaddish, meaning holiness, was an ancient Aramaic prayer extending back through the time of Christ. Quite possibly, Jesus learned this prayer as a child. The Kaddish was offered at the close of services in Jewish synagogues. Some see language in it similar to the Lord's Prayer. Exalted and hallowed be his great name in the world which be cre- he created according to his will. May he rule his kingdom in your lifetime and in your days and in your lifetime of the whole house of Israel speedily and soon. And to this day, say amen. Kaddish. Orthodox Jews still pray these words. That This impulse is also seen in their prayer. Next year in Jerusalem, which indicates their Masonic hope. In a similar sense, we cry, Thy kingdom come. This is an abbreviated form of prayer that declares we anticipate the Lord's soon return. The early church greeted one another with the word Maranatha, meaning come Lord Jesus. Their prayers invaded their daily speech and greetings. Jesus gives us one more way to focus on God in prayer, to pray his will is done. And so um, tomorrow we'll go continue with part three of this. God bless you. You have a wonderful day. If you enjoy my podcast, please um, subscribe if you haven't already and invite your friends. Share it with your friends. Okay. Bye-bye.